As we approach the end of the year, many of us in the world of foreign policy are already looking ahead to 2021. Part of that is we may just be glad 2020 is, is approaching its end. But in January, D.C. will welcome the next Congress and Joe Biden will be inaugurated as the 46th president. There'll be lots of new faces deciding the direction of foreign policy and taking votes on issues that are important really to all of rural America. One face that isn't new to foreign policy will be that of Secretary Tom Vilsack. President-elect Biden has nominated Tom Vilsack to be Secretary of Agriculture, a position he previously held for eight years in the Obama administration, of course. I'm your host, Tom Sell. This is Groundwork. We dive a bit deeper into the issues of the day that are driving foreign policy. And this month, we're discussing what we might expect next year under the Biden administration. And here to help us unpack this future is a great friend, Brandon Willis. Brandon is the perfect person to join us today because not only is he a third generation rancher with a ton of legislative experience, but he also worked closely with Secretary Vilsack in the Obama administration. So Brandon, thanks so much for joining us today. Tell us just first a little bit about yourself and uh, and some of your background, both on the Hill and, and in the previous administration, if you would. As you talked about, I grew up on a, on a sheep ranch out in Northern Utah and uh, decided that uh, I probably was better suited for other things. So I went back to Washington, D.C. and worked for Senator Max Baucus uh, for a few years early in my career and helped with the 2008 Farm Bill. Uh, Senator Baucus was actually from a sheep ranch himself. Wow. So you all after- hung up your chamois wool shaps and, and headed to Washington, D.C. That's right. He was a few decades <laughs> earlier, but uh, yeah, that was the concept anyway. Yeah, and that's so, where I got to know you as a as a Hill staffer, and and as Hill staffers go, you were one of the best. But sorry, I, I'm I'm interrupting. Keep going. No, you're you're. I'm never going to stop a compliment, Tom. <laughs> um, so after I after working for Senator Baucus a few years, I was lucky enough to go down and, and work for Secretary Vilsack at USDA during the Obama administration. I started out at the Farm Service Agency overseeing the farm programs there. And after that, I was a senior advisor to Secretary Vilsack for a few years. And in the last uh, part of the time I was there, I actually oversaw the risk management agency, so the crop insurance programs. And when the Obama administration was, was concluded, I actually moved home back to the ranch. And I now teach some classes at Utah State University, and I help livestock producers access USDA's crop insurance programs as well. So, Okay, you started at FSA, then you were right next to the secretary um, uh, before going to RMA and serving as administrator at, at, at RMA. That OSEC, or the secretary's office, right around the secretary at USDA is a place that, that I'm familiar with, but maybe a lot of our, our listeners are not. Tell us a little bit about how that office of the secretary uh, operates, and then, and then also I, I'd love to hear just kind of what were some of your first impressions of Secretary Vilsack and just kind of the way that he he ran that shop? Yeah, so, you know, every secretary is going to set up their organization just a little bit differently. But one of the things that Secretary Vilsack did was he had some senior advisors and they were we were situated just in the office next to his office. There was about four four of us, I think. And so I kind of worked on some of the domestic agriculture issues. Uh, my, my first my first impression is kind of humorous, actually. So my I left the Farm Service Agency and then I was, you know, going to work for Secretary Vilsack. And right before I left the Farm Service Agency, I was asked to speak out in Montana. 
I, this was right before one of the farm bills, and I was talking a lot about the farm bill, but there were so many unknowns. We, 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 when I finished, we did question and answer, and we were probably 10 to 15 minutes into the question and answer, and I got a little bit too comfortable, and somebody asked me yet another farm bill question, and I jokingly told them, that it was like I had come all the way to Montana to tell him I didn't know anything. <laughs> and I, I got done with that and I was on the airplane just sitting down as, you know, putting your seatbelts on before the doors shut. And I, I see the article, I, I think it was in, in Montana, but it, it went to the AP and the headline of the article was USDA official uh, tells Montana farmers. He came all the way to see them, but didn't know anything. Um, <laughs> There was another quote I had that was not too complimentary. So anyway, USDA, uh, Brian Bainig, who was at the time the Assistant Secretary for uh, Congressional Affairs, found the article quite humorous because it couldn't have portrayed me in a worse light. (laughs) And he managed to send that to every single person who knew me or who would soon know me, including the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack. And so, you know, I fly home and one of my very first days in his office, of course, I'm very nervous and intimidated. And his office was on one side and his conference room was on the other side of, of the, the room where my desk was. And the first thing I remember is he's going from his uh, conference room to his office and he doesn't stop at my desk, but he kind of veers over, stops a little bit and says, hey, do you have any other good quotes I could use? And then just keeps on going. Uh, so that was my first impression. But. But I'll tell you, let me, let me share one other example, though, because I, I think this illustrates what he is about. It was, it was the day after Christmas. It was about, about 7 a.m. the day after Christmas. I'm sitting, I'm at home on a little vacation. And of course, you know, I, I opened my email up early that morning. I'm sitting in bed looking at my iPhone, and I have an email from Tom Vilsack. And he has read a Department of Labor regulation on, on child labor and agriculture himself. Yeah. The day after Christmas, he might have read it the day after Christmas. I don't know. But of course, he has all sorts of questions for me, wants to know what this means for farmers. He has concerns. Uh, it is not even a regulation that came out of the Department of Agriculture, but it demonstrated how driven he is. Uh, he doesn't take time off. He's always kind of worried about trying to make things better. And uh, yeah, that was, that, was my, that was a great story because I was sitting in my bed thinking, it is the day after Christmas and you just read a regulation and want me to now. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. That certainly is in line with all of my impressions of Secretary Vilsack is he was on top of the game. He was digging into the details. He was doing all the homework. And, and those are the kind of qualities that really make uh, for successful you know, politicians, successful public servants. And this is complicated stuff, knowing and working through the law and finding the best best places to improve the law as you go. But um, yeah, t- just unpack that a little bit more if you if you would, Brandon, just kind of what his work ethic looked like in the, in the office and how he inspired kind of staff and how he kind of um, uh, laid out his vision for, for where the secretary or where the Department of Agriculture should go. You know, I, I think he, he's driven. That's, if, if I had to describe him in one word, it would be driven. He, he has high expectations for himself, and he has high expectations for those that work for him. Uh, he's not one that, you know, for lack of a better word, he doesn't suffer fools. Yeah. He expects everybody to be on their game. But, but you know, the other, I read an article the other day, and I believe it was a quote from Zippy Duval from Farm Bureau. He called him, he's kind of a big tent guy. Mm-hmm. And I also saw that he 
he is not one that tries to pick sides. He wants to make agriculture better for everybody, depending on whether you're, you know, thousands of acres conventional, whether you're organic, however you want to market. And I, I, I saw that a lot. He, he wanted to find solutions that worked for everybody without picking sides, but trying to make it better as a whole. That's that's a great thought. And particularly right now, you know, America's farms and ranchers are facing so many challenges from from, you know, ongoing weather uh, challenges. We obviously had a had a remarkable this year with with a record, you know, Gulf uh, number of hurricanes with a, a terrible drought that's grew up gripping the Western Plains, the wildfires in California. So we have those. And then, of course, we're still on the tail end of hopefully the tail end anyway of a, of a long depressed uh, period of, of really seven years of low prices in agriculture. Why do you think Secretary Vilsack will just be uniquely positioned to address all these challenges and the many others that, that, that ag faces? First of all, I don't think there's going to be much of a learning curve. You know, he can step in on day one with the experience he had at USDA, with the experience he had before that as governor, with the experience he's gained since he was secretary uh, at the Dairy Export Council. He can he can step in on day one and get going. And I think that will help him assemble a team quicker than normal. I think having worked at USDA and worked in government at the most, you know, the highest levels, He'll be more effective than a lot of people would who maybe are going to have a, a learning curve. He's got connections to the industry, to the Hill, to the White House, maybe most importantly. He's going to be an effective advocate for agriculture. And, and I think that will happen from day one. And, 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 and really, I think he'll even be a better secretary now than he was then just because of the experience he's had since then. First of all, I think he was a great secretary then. But look yeah. at the experience he's had in the private sector since then. That makes him even more effective. Yeah, I think it's a great point. And and he is, you've already gone over the fact that he's kind of that lifelong learner type of mentality. He's always studying. He's always working to get better. I love the fact that you mentioned his, his what has been his recent work at the Dairy Export Council, working on trade issues. You know, obviously he came as a governor into the job last time. Um, so knew the effect of domestic policy extraordinarily well. Obviously, had had some experience on on the international trade side, but side, but but now uh, having been secretary for eight years, having worked for the Dairy Export Council recently, during a very volatile time in international trade, uh, he's going to bring an incredible wealth of experience to the to the table at this point. Wouldn't you agree? I would. Yeah, it was interesting. I had an opportunity to visit with him maybe eight months ago, and a few things came across that that are noteworthy. First of all. He was thinking around the corner. He was talking about things, you know, three, four, five, 10, 15 years out. He was thinking about, you know, what is upcoming in agriculture. He's not somebody who lives in the past. Yeah. Um, and so that, that struck me. Uh, it struck me. We talked a little bit about what he's learned at the Dairy Export Council and how valuable of experience that has been. And that's one reason I believe that that will only make him a better secretary Uh uh, because of his experience there, the wealth of experience and wealth of connections. Uh, and he's got some issues that I know he cares about. And I don't think that you can look back and say, well, I saw Tom Vilsack in that last eight years, and that's what he'll be the next four years. Yeah. That's not the case. I don't believe that's the case. I think that he, you know, even during our conversation, he talked about upcoming issues, issues that just weren't at the top of the table when we were there, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. 
I know one big issue for 2021 will certainly be in the whole conservation, uh, uh, carbon sequestration, carbon calculus type of type of world. We're all wanting to promote uh, a sustainable brand of, of agriculture, and agriculture as an industry uh, controls so much of our uh, nation's land resources. We just have to be a big big player in this debate and and have a seat at the table. America's farmers and ranchers are the original conservationists, we like to say, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you think USDA will just help foster this this spirit of innovation within the rural community to better protect uh, our environment and how you see Secretary Vilsack uh, coming into that debate. I, I, I think that that is going to be the issue that we talk more about than any in the next four years is, yeah. is the ag's role in, in, in carbon and climate, what what does that look like? That is something that he's been passionate about for some time. And is, you know, this was something that he talked about eight months ago. If I'm, a, if, if I'm in rural America, if I'm a farmer, if I'm a rancher, there is not a single person I would rather have leading USDA than Tom Vilsack, because the way he looks at this is he's more of a carrot than a regulatory guy, you know, carrot yeah. and a stick. He's going to want Farmers don't going to want to incentivize this type of a thing or this type of a, you know, whatever program or however they go about it. There's so many things that who, I don't know how that gets worked out, but he's going to want to do it with a carrot. Yep. And the other thing is he believes agriculture is part of the solution. And he believes that they're going to be part of the solution that they should benefit from that. And so I think there's, it's too difficult to predict what the, what things look like in two, three, four years on that. But I can tell you, I think he is the right guy to be, on the side of agriculture for the next few years as we deal with that. I think those are great thoughts. And I think it goes to the things that you've mentioned earlier, the fact that he studies and works through the the details, the the difficult details of of any subject matter. You know, the the issues are always kind of gray in Washington DC. You have some some, you know, clear people who are trying to portray it in one uh, clear light and then another side, but but always there there are elements of truth on all sides. And I think that's particularly true um, on uh, on these environmental issues and the issue of, of of climate change. There's there are realities that we have to deal with there, and the reality is the American farmers um, play a, a very significant role. So looking for, investigating, working through, and as you say, incentivizing the behaviors that will that will help get us to a better place uh, is going to be a big big project for the future and. Yeah, Brandon, I think I agree with you. There's there's no one I'd rather have uh, working through those those difficult details than, than Secretary Tom Bilsack. Any final thoughts before we wrap up, Brandon? No, I, I mean, I think you've covered everything pretty good. I'm, I'm just excited to see yeah, how, how he does the next few years because I think he's going to pick up a strong team and I think he'll hit the ground running. Uh, and he's just, I, the one thing I would say, he's a very pragmatic person. He has common sense. Uh, he does not strike you as an ideologue, but he's going to want to bring opposing sides together and find a solution that works. And I think that will suit him well you know, the next four years with uh, with the job that he'll have. Brandon, thanks so much for, for sharing all your thoughts. Good luck in the work that you're doing and, and Godspeed out there. That's it for this episode of Groundwork. I'm Tom Sell.